This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, November 30th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. Payment limits eased in Farm Bill deal. EPA boosting advanced biofuels. Biofuel subsidy plan advances. Well, each side can claim wins in the Farm Bill. The text of the Farm Bill agreement is unlikely to be released until early next week. Negotiators said they were still waiting for final cost estimates yesterday. But we've learned some key details that provide an idea of how both House Republicans and Senate Democrats can claim wins. Sources confirm that the bill now allows cousins, nieces, and nephews to qualify for commodity program payments, a priority for some southern growers. And there will be no change in the means test for producers. The adjusted gross income limit will stay at $900,000 a year. Those are wins for House Agriculture Chairman Mike Conaway of Texas. There also will be a provision allowing yield updates for drought and other issues, according to sources. But the bill also will leave the Conservation Stewardship Program as a standalone program, a priority for Senator Debbie Stabenow, the top Senate Democrat negotiator. The House Farm Bill would have folded CSP into the Environmental Quality Incentives Program. House Republicans expect to lose some of the GOP votes they got for the House version in June, since the final bill ditches many of the Republican food stamp reforms. But Representative Roger Marshall of Kansas says he expects a majority of House Republicans to vote for the final agreement. Cottaway says he's urging colleagues to hold their fire until they see the full package. EPA set to boost advanced biofuels. AgriPulse has learned that EPA will announce an increase in mandates for cellulosic ethanol and advanced biofuels today. The increases are a part of the final renewable volume obligations for 2019 that the agency is expected to issue today. The statutory deadline for EPA to announce the annual biofuel usage mandates. The RVO for corn ethanol will be maintained at 15 billion gallons. House set to okay biodiesel extension. The House is expected to pass a GOP tax bill today that includes a six-year extension and phase-out of the dollar-a-gallon tax credit for biodiesel. The extension will cost an estimated $16.9 billion. The legislation also includes one-year extensions of tax subsidies for second-generation biofuels and alternative fuel pumps and electric recharging stations. The House last night approved the rule for debating the tax bill on a party-line vote. The bill's future in the Senate still isn't certain. Democrats are unhappy that Republicans are using it to make fixes to the 2017 tax cut bill. Round two of trade aid is possible next week. USDA officials hope to announce implementation of the second tranche of payments under the market facilitation plan as early as next week. The exact timing is unclear because of the bureaucratic hurdles involved, AgriPulse is told. The additional billions in payments to offset retaliatory trade tariffs from China and elsewhere still caught up in an interagency approval process that includes the White House Office of Management and Budget, government officials told AgriPulse. If payment rates remain the same in the second installment of MFP payments, Soybean, wheat, sorghum, cotton, dairy, and pork producers will be receiving another $4.7 billion, the same amount as in the first tranche, which is now being distributed. 2019 Ag Export Forecast slashed by $3 billion. 
USDA is now predicting agriculture exports in fiscal year 19 will total just $141.5 billion, a $3 billion drop from the department's August forecast and a $1.9 billion decrease from exports in fiscal year 2018. Decreases in soybean exports and the prices being paid for them, primarily the result of the ongoing trade war with China, were major factors in the overall decrease, according to the latest estimates. U.S. soybean exports are forecast at $18.7 billion, down from the August estimate of $21 billion. The U.S. exported $21.6 billion worth of soybeans to China in fiscal year 18. Relocation opponents fear they've lost this round. Opponents of Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue's plan to relocate the Economic Research Service and the National Institute of Food and Agriculture concede they're unlikely to persuade lawmakers to include any language in USDA's fiscal year 19 spending bill to delay the moves. After Capitol Hill meetings this week, the plan's critics, including former USDA Undersecretary Gail Buchanan, says lawmakers don't want to get involved because so many have communities or universities bidding for the agencies. Buchanan said they all think they have a shot at it. Now keep in mind, one issue that isn't clear is how USDA will pay for the relocations. Congress isn't expected to provide a fiscal 19 allocation for the moves. Rest in peace, Jepsa. USDA has issued a final rule formally abolishing the Grain Inspection Packers and Stockyard Service and implementing other aspects of Purdue's department-wide reorganization plan, not including the ERS-NIFA relocation. Jepsa has been moved under the Agriculture Marketing Service. FDA postpones gene editing webinar. FDA Center for Veterinary Medicine has postponed a public webinar that it had scheduled for Monday. The agency said only that it wanted to allow for a more comprehensive overview and opportunity for discussion. No new date has been announced. Northey, promoting resilience, our job. USDA's Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation, Bill Northey, is taking a measured approach to the government's latest climate assessment. Northey told ag retailers gathered in Boca Raton, Florida yesterday for their annual meeting that he has no reason to doubt what Agriculture Research Service scientists have been saying about changing climatic conditions. But Northey also said that the changing climate may offer some benefits to agriculture in some parts of the country and that farmers have been dealing with changing weather conditions for decades. Northey said there have always been changes. Northey, a former agriculture secretary for Iowa. USDA's mission is to help growers be resilient across a range of climate conditions. Adderholt loses out in appropriations bid. House Republicans picked Texas Representative Kay Granger to be the ranking member on the Appropriations Committee. Among other aspirants, she beat out Agriculture Appropriations Subcommittee Chairman Robert Adderholt of Alabama, who actually had more seniority. Representative Nita Lowy will take over as chairwoman of the full committee in January. Well, here's today's tweet of the day. CQ's Jennifer Shutt notes that this will be the first time since the select committee on the beauty shop was eliminated in 1977 that a House panel has had a chairwoman and a female ranking member. She was referring to the changes in the House Appropriations Committee. 
Well, that is Daybreak for this Friday, November 30th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by the United Soybean Board. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Daly.